Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Now, are there enough protections for farmers to keep them safe on their land? I'm joined now by a young farmer who says she doesn't feel safe at uh, work. Her name is Louise and she joins me on the line. Louise, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Louise, tell me uh, exactly what happened to you. Yeah, so um, recent enough, we had a group of trespassers come into our farm here. I was just going about the everyday job, feeding the cattle. Unfortunately, um, it was one of these mornings where Dad had just gone out to do another errand and I was on my own in the farm. And my dog started barking. I looked at where the, what was you know upsetting the dog and saw four men walking down um, towards our yard um, in the farm with dogs. And uh, I generally will keep my distance from them, um, but my dog ran down after them and only for the dog approaching them, they were coming into the farm yard. They changed direction. I walked down after my dog. I kept about 30 feet away from them at all times. I asked them politely once, I says, um, I'll ask you nicely, will you please leave the property? And I was immediately met with very uh, aggressive abuse. I was told not to anger them. I didn't want to make an enemy of them, that they'd come back and they'd snip the wires and they'd come back and they'd break my neck. My God. And yeah. what, what were they doing on your on your property? Were they? In, do you think they were intending to rob or intimidate? Or what do you think they were doing? Well, this particular group now, they didn't even try to tell me what they were at or explain or, you know, to give a reason that they should be in. They went immediately for abuse. Um, we've had other instances where people have come in and they say they're chasing rabbits and that kind of a stuff. But these groups are not coming up to farmyards just to chase some rabbits. They're coming in to scout out items, more than likely um, to see if there's anything of value. They have no other reason to be coming near actual yards and sheds. Mm, okay, so the, it's not like they're they're walking across a walking track or anything of the sort. They're deliberately coming onto your property uh, to, as you said, scope out the place. There's no walking tracks around here. If you saw where they actually come in and they leave, I wouldn't even call it a hole in a hedge. It's so small where they come in that their dogs, they have to actually pull them through the hedge and the dogs would be yelping. They don't want to go through it. So there is no... Okay, so these guys were deliberately on your your property uh, with bad intent. Oh, they were, Mm. definitely. Yes. And, and I understand you don't, you as, don't speak to someone like that. Yeah, no, and I understand as they were walking things. away, they were also they continued to shout abuse at you. They did. Once they left um, out through the hedge and they were in the neighbour's field, they obviously saw me ringing the guards immediately. They saw me on my phone and they continued to shout abuse at me as they were, were walking away through the neighbour's property. And do you ever recognise any of these people as being the same? Because you had another incident where um, one of them actually tried to get his hand into the window of your Jeep to get your phone. Yes, uh, yeah, that happened a good few months ago as well. You know, I, My approach would be that I, I will take pictures or I will record anybody that comes in to have a record of it. 
and they are the, they are the same groups of people that are around. Uh, the guards will confirm this. You know, they're they are meeting the the same faces all the time when they're called out to these incidents on farms. Now you say that um, that the incident itself has left you feeling fearful at uh, at work, and and that you definitely don't feel safe as a, as a female farmer. Would you be on the farm on your own a lot? Well, farming is an isolated job these days. And look, there's there's two of us that are farming here. Uh, there's Dad and myself. And there is going to be times where you're on your own. But regardless of, you know, I suppose as a female, I'm probably more at risk. I'm a lot easier to be overpowered. But I, I there's farmers everywhere that feel unsafe um, when these people come in. You know, even if a group of four men came in and there's only two of us in the yard, we could still be overpowered. Mm. Um, you know, and, and it is, look, we're, they, we're in the winter time. the evenings are dark, you know, we're seeing all these people coming in during the daytime, we don't know what they're doing once it gets dark, and we're coming to the, the calving season um, in the spring, and you know, I would find myself, if I heard a gate being moved or something rattling in the yard at, at night, I can find myself having to say, oh, it's just a cow, you know, it's just an animal scratching, but it's always in the back of my head going, could there be somebody around here? Because you just don't know. That, I have to say, it, it has me feeling scared on your behalf uh, that you can't look over your own shoulder while you're trying to, to work on the farm without fear of somebody coming onto your property, trying to, as you said, scope the place out, trying to rob the place, trying to do whatever it is they're trying to do. Yeah, and like, and as fearful as it is when you have to deal with these people or these incidents happening... As a farmer, we don't know what we are actually meant to do in these cases. There's too many grey areas. You know, the guards are very good in the area here. They come out immediately. Um, I I would tell other farmers, ring 999 in these incidents. Get the incidents logged that they're happening um, so that when it comes to staffing guard stations and in areas that they know that they need a guard presence in the area, um, but the problem is the guards will do their best. They can haul them in and they know in a couple of weeks time they're going to get a call about the same bunch of people mm. because once it leaves the guards' jurisdiction and it goes to the courts and the judges, they're not doing enough. The law that's there is not making these people, um, they're not getting punished correctly. They're not afraid of anything. You know, they get a slap on the wrist or a fine and they're back out again in a couple of weeks. You know, so it, the guards are doing what they can, but it, it's the step afterwards. They need to be prosecuting these people. Mm. And the, the government, they need to look at the laws and they need to be able to tell farmers, this is what you do and this is what your rights are when these people come in. And in terms of, just finally, uh, Louise, in terms of your own security, have you improved uh, security around the farm so that uh, these people can at least be identified? Yeah, we have security cameras, we have automatic gates. Um, we were like, but we've had an incident where Dad and myself were both standing in the yard and we witnessed a bunch of these men climb over the gate. So you know, we can put all these, yeah, but we can put all these precautions in place. I can have security cameras, but I, and, and we can identify the people, but sure, they're not afraid of showing their face. You know, this isn't deterring them. This Mm. just shows to me that the incidents are happening or whatever. But unless there is actually 
proper penalisation for these people. This isn't going to stop. Stay with me for a moment, Louise. I'm really sorry to hear that you, uh, as you're doing your daily business, you have to put up with this sort of uh, rubbish from people trying to intimidate and rob you. Uh, stay with me for a second. The Vice President of Mochran Farmer in the Northwest is Rob Lally, and he uh, is on the phone here. Rob, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Rob, is, is this common uh, that farmers are having to deal with this sort of thing? Unfortunately, it's becoming more and more prevalent. And um, like we even had a case in Wicklow there where there was a man allowing uh, hill walkers through his land, you know, um, and he was attacked uh, when he asked someone to put his dogs on a lead, you know. Um, so it's absolutely catastrophic for perp- people's uh, self-esteem and, 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 and sense of safety, do you know. Um, and it's a huge issue. The guards can do very little to combat this in rural Ireland because, you know, when they do come out, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult for them to... Like, the guards themselves are getting frustrated because there's no repercussions for the individuals committing these trespass, committing crimes. Um, and, and, like, we had another issue where uh, one farmer actually managed to hold the trespassers until the guards came, and the guards couldn't actually do anything and had to let them off. Do you know? Um, so it's it's just phenomenal. Like I'm a Mayo man. Um, we had a, a, a great, a, a serious, serious uh, incident in what 2008 with Porrick Nally. Um, another man that that had nothing. It felt like he had no other option than to to protect his own mm. property. Do you know? So this is what we're going to see. There is going unless there is repercussions, unless there is trespass. Like there's 12 months, up to 12 months imprisonment. Um, for trespassers. Now, I don't know, was that law ever even used in this country, to be quite honest with you, but we need examples to be made of these people. Louise is, is, is a dedicated, hard-working farmer, and I actually saw her a few weeks ago on, on the Katie Hannon programme um, voicing her concerns, and the following day, then I, I, I was talking to Louise, and these incidents had come uh, more trespassers. The following day, in her ground, shouting, horrid, abusive language at a young female farmer. It is absolutely, unequivocally unacceptable. Now, in and fact, in fact somebody, start... somebody just messaged us in to say that the law decides that even if someone is injured whilst trespassing on your land, you're liable, which is absolutely insane. Well, it's, it's not only insane, it's laughable. It's absolutely laughable. And, and, you know, there has been instances in the past where people have gone in to, to cause criminal damage, to trespass and, and to do, you know, unruly things. And they are the ones that are coming out on top of court cases for uh, personal injury. Like, what sort, of, what sort of a world are we in? What sort of a country is this if this is how we're going to be treating our property owners? So, in t- I, I, I understand, and this is the point that Louise made, that uh, punishment has to um, match what is going on here in terms of people invading private property, essentially. Um, but the law is, is a joke in this regard. Absolutely. And I'm going to come in there and just say this. What is it going to take for the laws to change? What is it going to take for the judicial system to, to, to pull its weight here? That incident that Louise fell victim to not too long ago, that could have been a very, very different outcome. Louise could have been harmed and, God forbid, even killed, you know? And these things, these acts of aggression are becoming more and more common. And until, and only until we make examples of these people, we actually punish the people with a fit and adequate punishment in order to stop them. 
But I'm telling you now and all your listeners that we are very lucky that it didn't progress because Louise was, was so competent in her in dealing with the situation. But God forbid another lonely, even an elderly farmer did maybe get a bit excited or did, you know, get aggravated and, and handle the situation differently than Louise. We could be dealing with a, a murder, you know, and, and is that what the is that what the, the representatives we have representing us as a public in Ireland? Is that what we have to wait for? Because that's just too little, too late. And we don't want that. And now is the chance we have to harness this and, and, and try and rectify it because it's just it's not fair. Louise, I just want to finish up with uh, with you, as I said, to, to hear your description of those uh, different incidents that you've had to uh, put up with. Is, is terrifying. And I know an awful lot of people are um, really shocked by listening to, to what you've uh, had to put up with. Um, and, and I hope, and you've just heard uh, Rob saying, I, I hope nothing more serious happens and that you, uh, obviously, you, you continue to record these incidents if anybody is on your property. Yeah, look, I, 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 I'll continue to record it. I would ask everybody to report to the guards um, any instance that they come across because this is a widespread issue. Look, there is a fear there while, you know, uh, I go public about this, that I could be putting a target on my back um, by highlighting this issue. But it is very worrying, I suppose, as, as a young farmer. Um, I, I, like, I, I want to feel safe in our farm, in our farms. You know, they're an extension of our homes. They're where we work. You know, I don't want to have to worry about if dad is farming on his own, somebody coming in. And look, the average age of a farmer in this country is 67 now. And these trespassers coming in are in their 20s, their 30s. It's very easy to overpower any farmer nowadays. So all farmers need to be protected, male, female, young and old. Um, but definitely I, I can see why farmers are afraid to report these incidents or to say anything about them. But please log them with 999 because when we go back to, to lobby to get our guard stations properly staffed and get resources we need all these incidents recorded because otherwise they're just going to tell us it's not as big a problem as that I'm probably making it out to be. Mm. Louise, I wish you well and I really appreciate you uh, talking to us here on uh, Lunchtime Live. Thanks very much uh, indeed. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.